0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Electrify. It has been a while. It's been a while. It feels longer than it has been, but it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I did the, the Saturday show on the 1st and then I said uh, I would be able to do the shat- the Saturday shows afterwards. But that was a lie. The finals and the uh, end of the semester just took a toll on me, man. I, I couldn't get it done, but I'm back now, I'm back home. It feels good to be home, and it feels good to be back on this mic talking to you guys. Uh, it's been a lot going on. Now, you know, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do this. I didn't know if I wanted to do a full recap of everything I missed, but that was going to be too much. So, I mean, talk about some of the stuff I missed, but, you know, stay relevant and stay on on uh topic of what we where we are now. Uh, So, you know, we'll probably just – I'll probably just scratch the last couple of weeks because, you know, it's not that serious. As long as you know, we talking about what's relevant now. But we do have a lot to get through today. Uh, it feels great to be back. Welcome to, once again, welcome to episode fourteen. This is episode fourteen of Electrify. Um, I don't know where to start. It's been a lot going on. A lot has happened. Um, so yeah, you know, you know the drill, man. Let's get right to it. Okay, before I talk about the uh, teams that have been eliminated from playoff contention and everything, I want to talk about the Pro Bowls selection list, which came out this week. There were a lot of reactions and overreactions. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I'm not going to go through an entire list. I just want to talk about one certain incident that I saw. I saw a lot of Giants fans on Twitter going crazy. And I feel like they have nothing to go crazy about this season other than Saquon Barton. But a lot of Giants fans were upset, and I couldn't figure out why. They thought that Odell Beckham was snubbed. Okay, first of all, to be snubbed, you have to have a great season and not get in. Unless I'm watching two different seasons, Odell has not had a great season. I saw a tweet from a person. I'm going to see. you know, they know who they are. It says, Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams over Odell, a bleeping joke. I'm just waiting for the punchline. I'm just waiting for the punchline. Where's the joke? What's funny? Nothing's funny. It's facts. Look at the... the, Do you want to look at the numbers? Odell this year, he has 77 catches, 1,052 yards, 6 touchdowns. Thielen has... Thielen has 105 catches, 1,255 yards, 9 touchdowns. And Devontae Adams, to finish it all out, since this is such a joke, 100 touches, 13-15, 12 TDs. Am I missing something? Am I, am I missing something? What has Odell, what makes Odell Beckham a Pro Bowler in 2018 besides his name? What has Odell done this year? His highlight, His biggest highlights have come from him throwing touchdowns. Y'all gonna put some respect on these young receivers' names? I mean, I said, "Oh, okay." Y'all gonna put some respect on these receivers that you don't consider elite? Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams are two of the best receivers in the league right now. Okay, Adam Thielen has been going off this year. Off, off. Don't don't disrespect. Them. Don't disrespect that. Don't, and I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear about Eli and the line, bro. Devontae Adams was still in double digits for touchdowns last season with Brett Huntley throwing him the ball. Where is it? I don't. I don't want to hear anything. I don't hear anything. I don't care. I don't care. Odell has six touchdowns this year, just barely over a thousand yards and seventy-seven catches. Those are not Pro Bowl numbers by any means. By any means are those Pro Bowl numbers. He's not a Pro Bowler this year. How hard is that to understand? Devontae Adams is having his best season and one of the best receiver seasons in the league. He's leading. He's in the top and leading in in, 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 uh, touchdowns and yards. yards. He's having a hell of a year. Don't you sit there and tell me that Odell Beckham deserves to be in a Pro Bowl over Devontae Adams this year. Get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Scram. Scram. No way. No way in hell is Devontae Adams not a Pro Bowler or Adam Thielen not a Pro Bowler and Odell Beckham is this year. No way. No way. And if you think that, you either don't watch football or you're just just dumb. You're dumb. No way. Giants fans have been watching this. Y'all have been watching this. Y'all have been praising... Odell for his quarterback skills than his damn receiver skills this year. Stop it. Stop being delusional. Wake up. Wake up. It was not his year. It was not his year. It was not his year. Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen are having great years. They are pro bowlers in 2018. Pro bowlers in 2018. Hear me. Feel this one. Feel this one please, please, I might have to move this segment to the, this might have to be the first segment now, this might have to be the first segment now, yeah, yeah, this, 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 I I might have to start it off with this one, we're going to, we're going to start with this one, because I, this, this is what's really been on my mind, you know, since yesterday, because, you know, I've been itching to get on this mic, I have, I've been itching to get on this mic, it's been a lot of wonder to talk about, and this has been one of the things, this is one of the things, I'm so glad, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, don't don't disrespect these uh these ballers, man. Don't disrespect them at all. Put some respect on their names. Facts. Okay, the first thing that's on my mind today. And first of all, excuse me if I sound a little off. I am um, dealing with a little cold, so this I guess this episode is my flu game, if we want to say that. But I want to talk about the NFL playoff picture because these last 2 weeks are going to be very interesting. They going to be very interesting, but after after we do this we're going to talk about the teams that got eliminated last week and why they were eliminated. I want to talk about how their season's went and why. But first let's talk about everybody that's in the mix. I want to you know it's going to be interesting. Here's my thing. I'm going to start with the AFC. So the AFC is quite close. Is it's really close and it's going to be interesting to see who finishes out at the 1 and 2 seed because currently the Kansas City Chiefs have the one seed at eleven and three. The, uh, the Texans have the two seed at ten and four. Baltimore has the six seed at eight and six. New England has the third seed at nine and five, and uh, the Chargers have the fifth seed at eleven and three. And the Steelers have the fourth seed at eight five and one. So this weekend, that AFC picture is going to get flipped on around because let me tell you what's going to happen. All right, first of all. The Ravens are going to go out to L.A. They're going to go out to L.A. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I want everybody to hear me. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going to go out to L.A. and shock the world. The Rams are the, I mean, excuse me, the Chargers are arguably, right now, the best team in the AFC. They beat the best. Phillip is doing his thing. But I believe that this Ravens defense and the Ravens offense, I believe the Ravens defense will play up to par. And I believe that the Ravens will establish a run and run all over the uh, the Chargers. And I think they'll go out there and beat them. I, I truly believe that's what's going to happen. And I think that the the Stills are going to go down there to New Orleans and lose. They're going to go down there and lose. I, I think that's how that's going to go. I don't see them beating the Saints down at home. And I got the Colts beating the, the Giants at home. And then as far as the Texans go, I think they lose in Philly. I think Philly steps up. I think Nick Foles and the Eagles, they I don't know. I, they're starting to look like they're getting their magic back. I believe that the Eagles beat the, the Texans. I believe the Patriots will beat the, the Bills. That's you know, that's the easy division win for them. To be honest with you. Uh so you know, right now it's looking interesting. Oh, and I, I think the Chiefs are gonna beat the beat the Seahawks. And right now. With all that you know, all that being said, that this week of football, this weekend would take the AFC. It would be the Chiefs twelve and three at the one, the Patriots ten and five at the two, and the Texans at the three at ten and five. The Colts nine and six at the f- at the five, and the Ravens with the four seed at nine and six. And the charges at the fifth seed with eleven and four. Now, go. Let's go. To, we might as well finish. Let's go to week seventeen. I believe that the Jets will lose to the Patriots. That's an away game. I the Patriots will wrap up eleven and five. I believe that the Steelers will will finish. Uh, will beat the Bengals, and I believe that the Charges will wrap up and beat the Broncos, and I believe that the Chiefs will beat the Raiders. Then I got the Texans winning at home against the Chiefs. I mean, excuse me, against the Jags. I got the Colts going on the road and beating Tennessee. And I, I see the the Ravens beating the Browns at home to secure the North. And um, so let me see. Is that it? That's it? That's it? And that's how the season will finish up. So I got the Chiefs finishing 13-3. and The Patriots finishing 11-5. The Colts finish in ten and six. The Texans finish in eleven and five. The Chargers finish in twelve and four. And the Ravens finish in ten and six. Now, with this all being said, that would put the Ravens at home against the Chargers for a rematch. That'll put the Texans at home against the Colts for a wild a wild card divisional matchup. You know, it's a division game, but you know, it's a wild card match. So that's how I think the AFC is going to finish up. The Steelers out, Titans out. You know, I I think Ravens finish with the North and they get the four seed and they have the home field event. Uh and I I, I it hates I hate it, but I believe that Tom Brady will once again get home field advantage with that two seed. So that's how the thing that's how I believe that the AFC will wrap up. I really think that the Ravens are gonna get in. And I think they're gonna win to finish and win the North. I don't see the Steelers finishing strong. That that's just how I see it. And that's how I see the AFC wrapping up. Now let's get into the NFC. The NFC is interesting too. NFC is very interesting because what we're seeing now, first of all, I want—I would like to say this before I talk about, you know, playoffs. The Saints, I don't know, I don't want to talk about that. I don't know, I don't want to know what I'm to say. The Rams are frauds. I, the Rams are frauds. The Rams are frauds. It does not matter what you do in September and October. If you cannot finish if, what you do in December, early, it will not matter. It won't matter. It's about getting hot at the right time. It's about getting hot at the right time. Because the Eagles, if the Eagles win, the Eagles are going to be dangerous. Because the way that defense is played against the, they're going to be dangerous. They're going to be dangerous. Uh, let's start off, once again, let's get, let's get into the week 16. I believe that there's going to be an upset in Dallas. I, I think the Bucks are going to go to Dallas and beat the Tex, uh, the Colts. I mean, excuse me, goodness gracious, I'm off. It's been a while. Uh, they're going to go beat the Cowboys. Uh, you know, I see the Chiefs going to Seattle and beating them. And I got, uh, I got the Rams going on the road, beating the the Cardinals. I got the Eagles upsetting the Texans at home. I got the Falcons going on the road, beating the Panthers. I got the Vikings getting upset by the Lions at home. And I see the Redskins losing to the Titans. That's an away game for them. And then that, you know, that puts us, where does that put us right now? let me see. Oh, okay. I how can Chicago go on the road and beat the forty nine? So after after this weekend, uh it will it would go oh and the Saints are gonna beat the Steelers. Okay, yeah, we established that. So it will go New Orleans at the one, Rams at the two, Chicago at the three, Philly at the uh six, Dallas at the four, Seattle at the five, right? That's that'll be the wild card matchups. Then week seventeen. I got the Saints finishing against the Panthers. And I got the uh I got the Rams finishing against the 49ers. I got the Bears going on the road and beating the, the uh Vikings. Got the Seattle beating the Cardinals at home. Then I got uh Philly going on the road and beating Washington. And then I got an upset with the Cowboys in the uh the Giants, but that wouldn't, you know, that's, that, that's okay with them. But I got, I got the, I got an upset with, right right there. Um, then we got, um, was that it? Oh, the NFC? Yep. That's it for the NFC. So with that being said, the way the NFC will finish out, Saints 14 and two Rams, 13 and three Chicago, 12 and four. Philly nine and seven, Seattle nine and seven, Dallas eight and eight. I don't know. I think that's how it's going to finish out. I believe that we're going to see the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles, back in the playoffs, and it's going to be very interesting to see the way they're playing. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And the Bears, the Bears are playing out of their minds on defense. But this is my thing. Let's you know, I said they do keep the three seed they're going to win their wild card game at home. But if it goes, you know, if they have to go to New Orleans, I don't see Trubisky being able to handle all of that inside that dome. I really don't. But it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for the football this weekend. But that's how I think the playoffs are going to – I think that's how the season is going to end. I believe that's going to be our playoffs because uh, that's just how it is. You know, it's how you play at the end of the season, you know, it's, seven, it's 16 games in the season, 17 weeks in the, uh, in the season. I don't care what you do in week five. I don't care how you look week five, six, seven. Tell me how you look in 10, 11, 12, you know, when it's getting to that final stretch. You know, what you do in September and October, it's cute. But can you finish? Can you, can you put it together and keep it together after Thanksgiving? You know, that's big. And, you know, you see in a lot of these teams that started off hot, They're not looking so hot anymore. Um, But we're going to see. You know, we're going to see. I'm excited to see, you know, if the the Eagles can really come back out of nowhere and win that division because, you know, the NFC East is always wide open. But uh, somehow we'll see. But Dallas and the Eagles, they're going to be in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, that's how it's going to go. So that's the playoff picture and my predictions. uh, So, yeah, that was interesting. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Okay, as we know, everybody in the NFL cannot go to the playoffs, so this past week, there were some eliminations. The teams eliminated from playoff contention are as follows, the Falcons, Lions, Packers, Giants, Bucks, Cardinals, and the 49ers. I only want to talk about two teams that really surprised me being on this list, because the rest really don't strike me as, oh man, I can't believe they didn't get in. I want to talk about the Falcons and Packers. And these are two interesting teams to talk about because they're linked together in many ways, both, you know, being in the NFC, they play each other a lot. But these two were just in the NFC Championship game two years ago. Feels like 10, but they were just in an NFC Championship game two years ago. Since the NFC Championship, it hasn't been the same. You know, these, these teams haven't been what they were that year since. Okay, first of all, let's just go ahead and, you know, take it step by step. Since the NFC Championship game, the Falcons lost the Super Bowl. We all know how that went down. Then in uh, 2017, they finished third in NFC South. They finished 10-6, and six, make the playoffs, beat the Rams in a wild card, and then lose to filling in a divisional round. So that's that's – and then this year, they missed the playoffs. So, you know, it hasn't been it hasn't been great. It's been mediocre. And the Packers, on the other hand, you know, they finished 3rd in the NFC North last year. Rodgers goes down, they finished 7 and 9. This year, the, once again, the 3rd in the NFC North, 5-8-1, missed the playoffs with Rodgers though. It's just like, why? How how have these two teams fallen from grace? You know. I watch a lot of Packers games. You know this. I've gone on record to say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, which is still true, remains to be true. But this year has been very frustrating for me. Because I watched my favorite player, the most, you know, talented player I've ever seen, not perform to where you know where we expect him as fans and analysts of the game to, you know for him to be and I blame a lot of that on injuries I, I you know and I'm not making excuses but I feel like the lower body injuries that he's had from the, you know the calf and uh ankle and everything that he's been dealing with I feel like he's been he just hasn't been making throws I think that he got into some bad habits when he was when he had that knee brace and we, I believe he took it off. He was still in those same habits. Uh, like Chicago game, he, he missed throws that I've seen him make millions of times this past week. And uh, Rodgers has just not been the Night King, the assassin that we've grown to know and love. You know, he's what 21-2 and two on the season. You know, I don't know. I just think that it just wasn't their year. It wasn't the Green Bay's years. Once again, the same story. Injuries. You know, they can't. They all can't be healthy healthy at the same time. That's been a problem. Once again, play calling. They got rid of McCarthy. Um, Philbin's dead, but I don't think he's going to be the head coach. I, I truly believe they're going to go after Josh McDaniels heavy, especially if the Patriots don't find success in the playoffs this year. I think McDaniels will be out of there, and I think he'll be head coach in Green Bay, and I think that's what Rodgers needs. And that offense in general. And, it, it, you know, it's been a lot of special teams problems for the Packers as well. But if you look at the games that the Packers have lost this season, it's been close games. Very close games. You know what I mean? I, you know, when you, watch, when you look at the games on paper, it's like, how did they lose? You know? And then when you watch the highlights or if you, you know, if you actually watch the games, you know how they lost. It's just been missed opportunities, whether it's been on offense, defense or specialty. You know what I mean? The the Packers have only lost. Let me make sure I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. So let me make sure. Don't want to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. Packers have only lost by, first of all, their largest deficit of defeat is uh two touchdowns, right? And that only happened twice this season. They've lost by three, seven, eight, like two. These games have been very close, whether it's been Crosby missing field goals, or special teams mishaps, or, you know, play calling. I, I watched Packers that, that Cardinals gave they lost. It's third and 10. Why are they running the ball? I have no idea. Third and 10, midfield, what are you running the ball for? I have no idea. I have no idea. It, it's just interesting to see how these teams, you know, like the Packers, everybody expected them to be great this year. Everybody expected them to be great. Excuse me. Oh, you know, speaking of teams that were expected to be great this year, because I just ran off the list, you know, the people, that, the teams that just got eliminated. But, uh, you know, also eliminated in the AFC, the Bengals, Broncos, Bills, Jags, Jets, Raiders. There's no reason that, you know, we all expected the Jags to be back this year. I I, I know I did. Romo I, Romo said it was going to be the Packers and Jags in the Super Bowl. I believe that. I really did believe that the Jags would be great this year. But after they beat the Patriots in the regular season, as I knew they would, they fell off <coughs> in, a, in the worst way. In the worst way. the defense wasn't great this year. <laughs> Excuse me. And I had them on my fantasy team. I picked them. I drafted them. They disappointed me. You know, their the defense has been great this year, and Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles. More than likely, he will not be a Jaguar after the season because, my gosh. But the Jags have had a terrible season, man. They've had a terrible season. Uh, the Raiders, you know, we know how that goes. You know, Green game, and, and made a mess. We talked about that. But it's some teams on, that's been eliminated that shouldn't have been eliminated. But, you know, it, it comes down to the crucial plays, playing good football, and, you know, just taking care of the football, you know what I mean? But uh, as far as, you know, the Packers go, they'll be back next year as far as the Falcons go. If they can just keep it together on defense, I think if, – if the, if the Falcons improve their defense, they will be okay. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Because that, their offense is not that bad, you know. Offense is not that bad, but their defense is atrocious. So, we'll see. But, you know, these teams, they got a lot to think about this offseason, especially, you know, teams that need big pieces and quarterbacks. Because there's some teams on this list that could, like the the uh, the Jags, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. For sure, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. And uh, as far as the NFC goes, I don't know if the Giants are ready to I don't think the Giants are ready to move on from Eli yet, but, Soon they'll be looking for a quarterback. And I have no idea what's going on in Tampa Bay as far as that quarterback situation goes. We saw how that went this year. Lord knows that I have no idea what's going to happen after this. Because, okay, James is playing now, but will he be, like, <coughs> starting next year? I don't know, man. They just played hot potato with the quarterbacks. Like, they just kept... It was bad. It was it was interesting to watch, but Ryan Fist Magic was great this year. But you know, these some of these teams will be in the same spot next year, but some of them will be back in the playoffs or in the playoffs. So we'll see. Okay, let's talk a little boxing. I do want to catch up on what I missed on the boxing tip this month. It's been three fights. You know, we had Wilder and Fury. Then we had Loma's fight and Canelo's fight. The fights that I thought were going to be knockouts or stoppages ended up going 12 rounds. That was interesting to me. And then uh oh Canelo just did away with Rocky in three rounds. That was nuts. But uh did not expect it to happen that fast. But wow, what a performance from Canelo. You know, a lot of people were upset. I wasn't, I was satisfied. I'm a Canelo fan. I, I, that's what I come to see when I watch Canelo. And Canelo at 168 is dangerous. Don't think anybody wants to see him at 168. I really don't think they want to see him at 168. He was big and just powerful, and it was it was interesting to see him that way. And he just came forward the whole fight. Well, you know what I mean. The, 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 the fight in his entirety. He went forward and just bullied the taller opponent, the bigger opponent. Uh, went to the body, then chopped the top with the uppercuts. Made his body red. Uh, so great performance from Canelo, got another belt, three division chant. Don't think anybody wants to see him at 168. Uh, Loma, you know, it's his first fight back off the uh surgery. You know, he put together uh, a performance that was you know Loma like. You know, he come in the eleventh round, he he gave him the matrix, and he put him down. He gave him the matrix, put him down, and you know. The, that guy was just great you know he had a lot of heart and stayed up uh so you know Loma's first fight back is what it is you know after the fight he called uh Mikey Garcia out and that's a fight that I would love to see at lightweight and uh you know because I don't see Mikey beating Errol Spence but I respect him for once again I've said this on the show before I respect him for going up and taking that fight and even if he loses he, he still has his respect in his in his own division. So he'll come he can come down and fight Loma and that'll still be a big money fight that people want to see Um, so yeah, I was, I was satisfied with that. And, and then the Wilder fight, man, (sighs) listen, listen, Wilder was frustrated. He got outboxed. Yes. Wilder did get outboxed. That's true. Did Wilder lose that fight? No, he did not lose that fight. He didn't lose the fight. He didn't lose the fight. And it was, it was a draw. It was rightfully a draw. Simply because he knocked him down in that 12th round. And, he, you know, he was never really hurt. And to be honest, he knocked him out. He knocked him out. I I don't know what took the ref so long to get the 10 count started. But that was a knockout. Deontay Wilder won that fight. I, I will go. I will never not say that. And he does not need to fight him again. That's over. We've seen him. I don't want to see it again. Go fight Joshua in April. Go to London in April and get the belts. That's that's the fight that we all want. We need that fight, you know. Joshua was he was he was at the uh, Canelo fight talking sweet, talking about we you know uh, we can double your uh, your take from what you just made in the fairy fight, and if that's the truth. Go take that man. Go take the money. You don't have much time left, you know. Uh, you're getting up there. You got a lot of fights. Go take that fight. This is the biggest fight, you know. Uh, don't fight wild, uh Fury again. You do not need to do that. Uh, you don't need. To, it's nothing to prove. You knock. You 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 knocked him out. All right. I believe you knocked him out. A lot of people believe you knocked him out. Go fight for the belts. Unify the division. That's what we all want. That's what we all want. We need that. Um. But as far as the year goes, 2018 has been a great year for boxing, just like 2017 was. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna save that for the. Because I'll do a year a year review show. That's that's my plan because I want to get yeah I do want to do that but I'll save that for then but once again you know 2018 was a great year for boxing but uh, yeah that's that's you know that's just how I felt about the fights from this uh, this these past couple weeks that I missed great fights I enjoyed them very entertaining and you know that's what you always want in the boxing match you want the entertainment because you know casual fans aren't going to you know watch it like and I haven't watched it like myself so I enjoyed all the fights. They lived up to my expectations. Uh, but Canelo, once again, very, very dangerous at 168. Oh, 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 before you know I wrap up on this one, the zone, that's how you pronounce it by the way, not Dazin, not D-A-Z-N, it's the zone. Great, great, great. Great service, I like it. I, I, I might keep it. Actually, I, I got in know the, the free month, but uh, great shows, uh, great content, and I, I like the commentary team. I like everybody that uh, I've recognized, like uh, K. Adams, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, Ty Grisham. Great, great people, man. I, I enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. It was it lived way up beyond my expectations. You know, for a startup like this, I enjoyed it, and you know, I can't wait to watch more fights on there. And you know, they have more than just boxing. You know, but great, great, great fights and everything. And uh, I enjoyed the card. That card was great, by the way. The whole card was great from top to bottom on that Canelo card. But, uh, yeah, the zone might be where it's at. We'll see. We'll definitely see. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you this week. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate the support. Uh, continue to follow the Electrified Podcast, Twitter, uh, and follow me, of course, a pirate poppy with two eyes. Um, you know, keep retweeting the drops, and I sh- I'll be back next week same time, unless I decide to do something on Christmas Eve. But barring that, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff, man. Enjoy your family, you know, especially college students coming, that's you know, home for the holidays. Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, you know, enjoy the holidays, enjoy you know, just decompress, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely. So if I don't, if I'm not back before, you know what I mean? If I'm not back before next Thursday, then I'll talk to you all next Thursday, 12 PM, same time, same place. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm probably going to try to fit in a year in review show. So that'll be either be Christmas Eve or after this Thursday. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see, I'll see. But, uh, yep. but, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I, I think that's it. Uh, It's been a good show today, a cool 30-minute show today. It's been a minute since we got up there. I enjoyed it. I hope you all do as well. With that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been Electrified.